0: This is banging on the drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and welcome to episode 105 of Banging on the Drum. Uh, Please remember to like, subscribe, download, re-download, do all that, Um, and we would greatly appreciate it. We appreciate the support. I'm your host, P Dog. Joined a long time, my whole. Co-host M Dog. And how you doing today, M Dog?
1: Uh, I'm doing well. I'm a little tired today. Ended up getting up fairly early this morning, but other than that, doing well. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna say it looks like someone's shitting your cereal or something. You got
0: you got the eyes going on.
1: Oh yeah, they did that too, but you know.
0: I never it got really, a...
1: the Go pissed in your Cheerios thing.
0: Yeah, you just, like, had a rough morning or something?
1: No, I don't know. Like, I just assumed that somebody pissed in your Cheerios out and set your whole fucking day off wrong, right? It's the first thing you kind of eat?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I I guess this kind of what I just go from there. Because I always got that from Jay and Simon Bob's right back. And, like, they walk in to see Ben Affleck, and he tells them it looks like someone's shit in their cereal. And I loved it now i've been saying it ever since
1: yeah i think i've always just heard pissed in your cheerios but i've
0: heard that too never correlated them until right till this moment right now but, but anyways i interrupted you you go ahead how's your uh,
1: so i'll jump into my overs and unders i don't feel like they're very significant this week i guess um so my under i tried to fix my brother-in-law's van. Because I thought it was just changing out a spark plug, which actually wouldn't have been that hard, but I couldn't get it fixed. Um, He has oil in one of the spark plug ports. I don't know what it's called for sure, but that does not seem very good at all. So where the spark is supposed to be, there's oil in there.
0: So you tried to fix it. Did you make it worse?
1: No, not as far Uh, as I can tell. I still okay. like I didn't I was unable to like get the spark plug to even like lock onto my uh socket so I don't think I did anything with that particular one
0: yeah as long as you don't make it worse I think that's still a good move on your part um but yeah if you pulled some shit apart and you left them worse worship <laughs> and it was in that's then I would start feeling some uh, anxiety
1: was you. No I don't think I did anything like that so uh, I feel okay about how I left it but uh I was disappointed in myself that I couldn't just fix it.
0: It is what it is though I I'm yeah. impressed that
1: you even tried because oh <laughs> I'll try anything really like it so I've, I've heard that about you actually. Yeah, most yeah. yeah. <laughs> down. Uh um but like with a lot of that stuff, especially if the car is essentially done for without it, like I'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's better than me. That's always my justification when I'm driving down the road and I never stop for anybody. Is like if I, I can't help these
1: guys anyway.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I always tell myself. I guess if it was like a tire situation and it was very obviously a tire situation, I think maybe, but like, I don't know how you're supposed to judge that while you're driving past them on the interstate, but
1: yeah, I would, I, feel, I think the times that I've stopped to try to help people like then I'm like too invested as well. If it's something I can't help with, I still am like trying to help people and I know yeah. I can't help them. Right. And so,
0: and then, I mean, say if I was in that situation, like I would appreciate someone stopping to help me, but like, if they couldn't help me and you, I could tell they were still like feeling kind of guilty about it, or maybe not guilty, but like, feel like they're in it with you, then I would feel, then that would make me feel worse as the person stranded on the side of the
1: road. But I think I'll, I'll try to remember that for the next time I stop. I don't stop very often though, either, but not anymore. But I. D-
0: I wanna say even like police and things um say don't stop. Like if you're not an emergency vehicle or whatever,
1: like don't stop. Or maybe I just told myself that. Th- that's in so that's in Florida, Pat. People murder people down there. I mean, come on. That's that's it's a true. wild place.
0: <laughs> Everyone's got guns. You probably could get ate by a gator if you sat there too long, but but yeah, good for you though. I'm I'm impressed that. You tried that because my brother-in-law is like, "Hey, my uh, truck stopped working." I'd be like, "That fucking sucks." You got to like an appointment or, or something. Like, yeah. I, I'd give him a ride to like, you need to drop it off somewhere. But that's yeah. about as much as I can do.
1: Well, and I thought I could fix it, but it was like, and if it would have been one of the spark, so there's three in the front and three in the back for the spark plugs in their vehicle. If it would have been in the front, there's probably a much larger probability I could have fixed it because I could see what I was doing, Yeah, but being in the back, it was like working blind and I had an idea like where things were, but didn't work out. And then, um, along with that kind of stuff over the weekend, I did spend a lot of time at travel softball games, which I don't necessarily think that I'm cut out for, but, uh, my niece was playing like in the lacrosse area, so I went and hung out at a few of her games. She played pretty well, so it's pretty exciting. And then uh, uh, all the, like, younger kids on my side of the family, we all went to the movie Elemental over in Elroy, which is perfect little spot to see a movie, I think. Um, so that was six kids we took over there, watched the movie, so.
0: I love how the the layout of Wilton, Ontario, Elroy. What's your other little one?
1: So Bastion. Wilton, Ontario, Norwalk, Kendall, and Elroy are all kind of right.
0: Like one of them has the bowling alley. One of them has the movie theater. Like they all have like their certain appeal. Like you want to go to the pool? We'll head to Wilton today. Yeah, up. so –
1: So Elroy is probably about three times the size of all those other towns. So Kendall, uh, Wilton, Norwalk, and Ontario are all like 500 people. And then uh, Elroy is like 1,500.
0: Okay. I guess I didn't really know that about Elroy. I know. So my dad lives in Kendall. And I know I drive past the sign. I want to say it says 308. No, I
1: think it's 608. Uh, i think they're right around right. six i'll look tomorrow i drive past it every day okay
0: uh well i can't wait for your for your result but so anyways with the softball team take first place second place third place
1: uh so and to be fair i don't know if she like if there was a finals game or if i watched the finals game i'm not really sure but they won all four of their games that they played in i watched three okay. or so
0: Dang, so they did, they probably took first place in that.
1: I would imagine so, yeah.
0: How was Elemental? Was Um, it Elemental? Yeah,
1: it's okay. Um, Has some adult humor in it in a couple spots, so like parents can be like at least slightly enjoy the movie. And then it's basically about like.
0: Romeo and Juliet kind of.
1: It is Romeo and Juliet yeah it's romeo and juliet and then it's like a racial inequality type thing i think like that like immigrants into the city don't really fit with the city at all so fire people don't really work with earth wind water type stuff Gotcha.
0: okay so there's some racial undertones and, and yeah a forbidden love Yeah, no, I I seen the advertisements for that when I went to the newest Guardians of the Galaxy, which I thought was pretty great. Um, Okay, wasn't too sold on Element, but I'm sure I'll watch it on downtime at some point.
1: Uh, I don't know that you'd ever need to, right? But it was okay. Like none of the kids were like, "Oh, that's my favorite movie ever," right, or nothing like that. So,
0: okay, where like. Didn't give in a run for its money or Lion King or anything like that.
1: So the one in our household that everybody is, like, pumped to come out on, like, streaming or whatever, is Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe, maybe not my daughter, but um, the two boys oh. love it. <laughs> uh, that could be you- an under for the last month is that uh, they ask, when is it coming out on the streaming services
0: is that like was yours ninja turtles and there's is going to be mario you think mine was definitely power rangers return of the movie that movie is probably get ingrained in my brain like there's probably a place like
1: the power rangers movie
0: oh yeah when they jump out of the plane to begin the movie and then like they all jump like one at a time and then jason or no not jason Dang, maybe I maybe I don't have it as ingrained. The White Ranger jumps last, and he's got a no, surfboard on his feet. Yeah, I think is it is Jason. In, is in, the White
1: Ranger the one that died? Because the White Ranger was the Tommy. Is the White Ranger? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he was the Green Ranger, I'm pretty sure when he was evil.
0: Yeah, and yeah, then he jumped out. He's a good guy the whole time. now. He, and yeah. yeah, 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 the board it was it was pretty sick and then they all like landed at like some competition i don't I don't even know what it was but they all hit the target like perfectly then the next scene they're like roller skating god that movie got me just jacked off as a kid
1: yeah as a kid um my mom would use uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie as a babysitter like you put that baby on i was zoned in Go Ninja, go Ninja, go, go Ninja, No, that's go. the second one. Not quite as good. Third one's even worse. But I was a big fan of the first one and the second one. I think I currently own both on DVD. Not sure if oh. they've even been opened up. But. I know you have the Ninja
0: Turtle action figure um, story. Did you... Remember, there was like really sweet ones. Like there was better Ninja Turtle action figures than other ones.
1: Well, I'm sure, yeah. Like so that as with everything, there's like a few different levels to them, right? And I probably had a couple of good ones.
0: Oh man, the good ones—they're locked
1: in the vault right now.
0: You could not beat the good ones. I don't know. That just triggered something in my memory because I've always heard you tell a story about. Um, Kicking one of your sisters for touching your Ninja Turtles, and I never put together those. Those Ninja Turtles were worth
1: protecting. The ones that they were worth kicking your sister over, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I know I had at least one where, like, the shell opened up and I could turn them into an actual turtle.
0: Okay, where he wouldn't have
1: his headbands and stuff on. Not that that would have been the good one. I knew, but I know I had one of those.
0: Yeah, the good ones just had, like, a different, like, feel to them. Like, they were, like, and they looked like the movie, the the yeah. movie ones, like, not okay, cartoony. Yeah. And they were, like, kind of buff. Um, but then there was the sweet little thing where you opened up, and it was, like, a whole, like, layer. I don't even know how to describe it. It was, like, a case, but you opened up the case, and it had, like, three different floors. And you could, oh, man. Gosh, that's yeah, I true. I remember that one.
1: Um, I did have the, I think it's called the Tortuga, right? Which was like the thing that shot pizzas out of it and that mm-hmm. toy, like that. Like that, yeah. So I had a couple of good ones for sure. Um, maybe not like the ones that were like movie quality ones, like the uh, is it Step Brothers, where they go, I love my Chewbacca mask, even if it isn't movie quality, yeah. If someone Something was like watching that.
0: that that at work recently, and I'm like, "Shit, hey, man! I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that movie in a while."
1: But, All right, how did we go?
0: It, it was good for the most part, but I won't lie; it still had like we're starting this pretty late tonight because it just keeps being our revolving door of shit. And we've never, as, as a married couple, we've never rented a house. I guess we've never rented a house in general so i know people say like oh home ownership is like different because you have to like deal with all the problems um i don't we've been dealing with quite a few of the problems just renting the home so this morning i woke up um or not morning it was like two hours ago
1: woke up i was gonna say like five o'clock
0: yeah woke up well, and that was another thing. So I had to go get fitted for a suit, and it was the only time stuff like that's open. It's like my hours of where I'm normally sleeping. So right. I woke up at an odd time, drove forty five minutes, like you driving to Lacrosse to go to a men's warehouse, fit a suit, whatever. Not that big of a deal. Come back, go back to sleep because uh, I was just dead what tired. What do you need to for? A wedding coming up. Okay. So I'll be back up in Wisconsin in September for a wedding. Um nice. and then yeah, went back to sleep and then I woke up and my wife came, woke me up. I wanted to wake up even earlier, so I didn't I didn't even care that I got like woke up. I needed to wake up. I, I was in the snooze keep hitting snooze mode, and there was something in our fireplace, apparently. So I had to dig around our fireplace and i know for a fact like my wife probably heard something um but yeah then i'm digging just fully expecting to find like a mouse in the house no mom didn't find a mouse so that was nice. was it you a python a no no snake no nothing but there's definitely something loose i don't know if a frog got in there or, or something like that but because my cat was even looking in there, like. Let's find it. Like, I, I don't know. My cat does throw us red herrings sometimes. Like she'll just not, stare into like a void. And I'm like, it scares you, kind of. That's one one negative thing I would say about having a cat. I am on record saying cats get a little bit too much shit. Cats need to stop staring at stuff that's not there that kind of freaks you out. That's that's my one <laughs> big knock on cats. Like it's the so just place, like. man. That's what I'm saying. It makes you think that. I mean, whether it is or whether it isn't, I don't know. Like, I kind of believe in shit like that. So um, it might be a poltergeist in our fireplace. So yeah. that's my honor. But as for my over, so my wife's birthday week's coming up. Um, She's been doing an amazing job. Absolutely amazing. Rolling with the punches of, like, dealing with, she deals with, 95 if not more percent of the stuff just because my schedule been so jacked up so and she doesn't listen to this so i'm not giving out too many surprises uh but i, I just want to do it big so like we're gonna rent a pontoon go out to the there's a crab island kind of like a party island uh in destin where you see that bear swim up oh, um man. So we're going to go out to there and then her mom's coming from Brazil. So she's going to be with us on the boat. So that'd be cool showing her a good time as well. And then the next day we're going to go over to Pensacola to see the blue Wahoos, but the blue Wahoos end up to be playing the Biloxi Shuckers. So I got us all official shit. So I ordered like three sweet Biloxi Shuckers shirts, three hats, we're going to look like just diehard, like Biloxi Chucker fans that go to road games. And uh, with the MLB ticket, I got to watch the Chuckers play the other day for at least a little bit. I I wasn't like totally locked into it. And they got that one of our top prospects. I don't know where he ranks in the list of it, but I think you'll recognize the name when I say it. But it's Jackson uh, Chiro. So we get to see Jackson Cheryl play for the Shuckers. 19 year old, uh, hitting 252 in double A, 10 bombs, 46 RBIs. So he's, he's a real deal. So th- that'll be cool. Like, got a little bit of knowledge going into the game as well.
1: I feel like he's like, isn't that the guy that's the number one prospect? He might in be. All Major League Baseball um not like that he's going to be the next guy up but like he's i I feel like the brewers had a guy and it seems like that was who it was but i don't follow the minor leagues as much as i used to when i played fantasy baseball.
0: yeah so i know and i think we actually got some some bad news uh on the yeah so in the top Damn, dude, this is making me even more excited. Thank you for making me look this up, Mike. So, top You're welcome. three, top three prospects: Jackson Holiday, a shortstop from Baltimore. Number two, right here. This is what's making me excited. My boy Ellie Dela Cruz is number two. Number he's already three in the majors. Yeah, but this is this is what I'm saying about this list. Number three: Jackson Chiro. outfielder, Milwaukee Brewers. So if he's so, anything like Ellie Del Cruz, man, but he's, but that, that dude's got lighting the league on fire. Oh, it does. It does in my mind that their names are right next to each other. <laughs> Jackson is going to come up to the majors. He's just going to be running lightning fast. There's going to be like scorch marks. He's going to hit for the cycle. He's going to start hitting home runs and just be the most electric player in baseball. Damn. I am excited now, Mike. Thank you.
1: So so do you trade him now for a bat or do you wait for him to come up?
0: Oh, you you sit on that, that one. We are a little saturated in the outfield, I would say. Yeah. But I guess maybe that's I I'm yeah. very confused by, and I guess I would have to like go look at the numbers and stuff, but so we we are already off my overs this is barking about the Brewers so new
1: segment we, we just rolled. new segment new. because we don't want to spend <laughs> too much time on overs and off use.
0: yeah so but South frolic has just been lighting the world on fire down in AAA and I thought for sure that he was going to be the guy that came up ends up being Weimer this year um but yeah I I'm just confused by that like Weimers been a good addition but it does seem like we have more talented and touted guys down there below i could be wrong about that like like you said i'm not too locked in the minor leagues but i was definitely thinking south Relic was because he was up a little bit last year as well and i feel like he played pretty well um now I'm forgetting about Mitchell, too, though. I've, but I haven't seen Yeah, him. so
1: our outfield's kind of stacked. And if you have the third best base product prospect in baseball, and they called up two, those other two guys probably got called up, right? That's why he's number one. De La Cruz yeah. is called up. He's not a prospect anymore. He's in the majors. I'm assuming this other guy who's playing for Baltimore is already called up. Um, Assumption, right? That's why I heard he was the number one player in baseball prospect
0: oh I get what you're saying yeah yeah uh,
1: right. and so I mean I would imagine that we could use a bat of some sort somewhere in our infield
0: yeah they I mean they definitely it's like because our guys are like solid ball players like around the horn I mean we have rowdy Maybe we need
1: Luis Arias, so that we can have a guy that hits for like three eighty on our team, and never hit a bomb. But he's on base. Ooh. If somebody does hit a
0: bomb, oh, you're talking about Miami's guy. I thought you were saying Luis Ureas. I was like, we do have him. Um, he does. I think it's Arias. Right? Yeah, Arias. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't do not think that that guy is going to be too easy um, to come by. But number one prospect in baseball. Come get him. We do we do have him. So, I'm hoping we keep him. Uh but yeah, whatever, whatever works. If we can go get a bat earlier. Um our dog kind of he sent a text in our little text chain um thinking getting the wheels turning on thinking about trading Corbin Burns. And it did kind of get my wheels turning a little bit. And I love Corbin Burns. I do not love that he cut his hair. Um, I think this is what the struggles are coming from. Uh, cut his hair and now lost his now, mojo. Yeah, it looks too clean out there. Um, forgot where I was going with that. But yeah, like the way they handled Corbin Burns in the off season, Makes me think yep. that they're not too afraid to trade him, so they didn't commit him to like too much money or anything.
1: Even though yeah, I guess they bought would... him over like five hundred thousand dollars, which is fucking stupid when you yeah. have an eight like a legit ace. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, doesn't but, make sense.
0: But yeah, we we can start rolling into. But yeah, if, if we're looking for a bat, it does look like we're we're loaded with some ammo because i have been paying a little bit of attention to how self relics done like i said i do think he just had a pretty bad injury i could be wrong about that but i feel like i did hear uh he kind of left the field and it was a pretty like solemn sight but maybe i'll fact my check myself before the end of the show at a point where you're you're talking a little bit more but South Prolic, I'm excited about Jackson Chiro now. I'm super excited about. Uh, but we'll get into what's been happening at the major league level. So the Brewers have kind of turned the shit back around. Um when I wrote this, they were six and four in their last 10 games. They did just end up beating the Mets two to one tonight. I don't know where that would put them in the the 10-game swing, but we'll say they're seven and three. In their last 10, I know that's not exactly how that works. Um, and like I said, they were a happy game back of the Reds at the time. But I'm going to update that real quick and see where they're sitting in the standings. I do not know how the Reds did tonight. But it looks like we are tied for first with the Reds now. So back in first place in the NFL, NL Central. Um, reds don't know what they did tonight but they did lose two in a row after their 12 or 13 game winning streak when they were lighting the world on fire uh since the last episode we lost a series to the d-backs two to one who the d-backs look like they're the second best team um one of the best teams in the league so whatever you you can you can drop a series to them. But then we go to Cleveland, take two of three from Cleveland. I look good. Willie Adamas started swinging the bat pretty well over the last seven games. He's hitting three 18, two home runs, six RBIs. Two home runs did came come in the same game, which I'm going to be highlighting probably a little bit too much because that's the one I get to watch uh, from front to back or listen to front to back. Wade Miley pitched in that game. Uh, pitch a hell of a game. Six innings pitched, three hits, zero runs, gets the W in that one. Mike, how many pitches do you think he threw through those six innings? This is this is the part I'm a living to this point.
1: Probably like 84, and they still told him. He was at like 66 pitches,
0: and they took him out of a game
1: that he didn't have
0: given up any runs in? So he came out of the game with cramps, so... Uh, I was filled in on the radio about that, so there was, I guess, a reason to take them out. So, but that, that's definitely a game like back in the day. You know, you you definitely. I mean, even in today's day and age, like that's a finishable game.
1: Wow. Yeah, you try, you push for. See, and I am a guy that I would like to see pitchers push for, um, uh, complete games. Me too,
0: but i but i do th- I do think how we've been talking um, since since we kind of started the show and started doing some of the baseball stuff in the summer is like baseball cyclical. I think this um, I forget his first name. You keep saying it. Is it Luis Arreyes? Because it sounds too similar to Luis Urias. And I'm pretty sure it's Luis, the 400 uh, guy. Yeah, so a down in Miami's hitting 400. Miami's having a hell of a season. I think, like we were saying on last episode, dude struck out like 15 times. Like, definitely leads the league in not striking out or whatever, however you would say that. Like, strikes out the least of anybody in Miami's benefit. He shortens up, doesn't strike out, puts the ball in play. It's been very effective with these rules that you can only throw over so many times speed is is going to start being a bigger part of baseball again yeah. um so i think that part is going to come back i think we're going to see some higher averages um in the near future coming up maybe i'm crazy one thing i don't see coming back is 3 days rest throwing 9 innings Throwing nine innings, I don't know. It's just pitching is such like a specialized thing now. Um, maybe we'll get some freak. Like I never thought we were going to see a Shohei Ohtani, like a, a guy who is the best pitcher in the league and the best hitter in the league at the same time. Right. Actually, I t- I take that back. I was always baffled that that wasn't more so the case than like that. That was the outlier
1: more so. so- than... Pat, I would say that that's mostly because we grew up in like small schools, even Sparta, who's in like probably division two, right. For baseball, maybe division one for baseball. Um, like we didn't have the number of athletes that we could like DH a pitcher. Right. And like, have him only think about pitching the ball. Yeah,
0: that reminds me though of a funny story. Um, Hopefully, can I, Kyle still listens to this. But one <laughs> time uh, we went to a game over in Minnesota, and we'd never DH because usually our pitchers were some of our good guys, hitters. Yeah, hitters. see, I well, did
1: get DH for as a catcher. They okay. DH for me, like because they can They could use a DH, and I just couldn't hit, so I did get DH for. It.
0: Okay, well then this story kind of shits on you a little bit too. Well, that's but okay. It, but anyways, we were in. God, what what's uh what's the city right over the bridge from La Crescent. So we were in La Crescent playing a baseball game, and my buddy K9 Kyle got into the game and he was starting that game. But then in the batting order, he wasn't in there. And I think the coach kind of was having like a hard time like did you, saying this, but he was like, "In this this would be hitting. So like someone had to ask, I think it was K9 Kyle, maybe, like, hey, like. I'm playing second base, but I'm not hitting. And he's like, correct. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just because we're in Minnesota and we can use the DH. So we're doing like something fun Uh, while we can. Like, I don't know. My brain went to like, okay, they're the AL. We're we're the NL in this scenario. And then my coach is like, no, we can do this all the time. (laughs) I'm just choosing to do it today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so it kind of, like, broke his heart a little bit, but...
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I got DH4 pretty consistently, especially my sophomore year, because I just could not connect with a baseball.
0: Yeah, I mean, catcher, like, that would be a good position, like, a DH4 in in younger Mm -hmm. baseball. Like, if you got a guy that, you know, is a good backstop, yeah.
1: Well, so, like... The Angels could pretty easily use, like, just get a defensive catcher that doesn't hit well. And then when uh, Shohei is pitching, like, use that as their DH. Yeah, I I mean, he's, he's a weapon. But then I think if you remove him from the mound, then he would be out of the game. Which would be probably not ideal. I actually think the way they used him in the World Baseball Classic like traditionally in major league baseball it doesn't work. I don't.
0: If you could elaborate on that, I, I don't exactly remember how they used him.
1: So I think that they brought him in from the bullpen. Right. So like he had warmed up in the bullpen and then they brought him in to finish the game, but he was hitting for Japan as well during that game, but maybe it's just a shift. Right. So you're, I don't know.
0: As much as I love and miss uh NL baseball with the pitchers hitting, double switches always broke my brain a little bit. So I think in that scenario, you could say he came in for the DH in the batting order, but the pitcher on the field. So I think you I think you could yeah. okay. do some jujitsu to make that work um in in that scenario but yeah we got off on a tangent end up to Otani we're getting good we're getting good at baseball Mike I'm liking uh this digging into some baseball stuff uh but like back on track back to the page Wade Miley pitched a hell of a game uh Willie Adonis like I said is heating up so that is a good sign to see the Brewers back on track back in first place uh, seven and three. So I was correct. Seven and three in their last 10 games on a little two game winning streak here. And they will be taking on the Mets, who are chronically underperforming for what they paid their team to do. So uh, I didn't get to tune in. To that one it was in my sleep schedule, but in New York. Um, so finish that series up. We're going to sweep them good to go. As for bad performers, um, Corbin Burns kind of had a has had a rough go of it the last two times he went out, gave up three runs uh, in six innings, which isn't too bad, uh, two starts ago. And then in the last game, he gave up seven. He just got shelled early. Um, and that's kind of what I got for the Brewers. I don't know if you have anything to throw on to that.
1: i don't think so no i mean i guess i'm just hoping for him to like stay level around 500 and maybe hit a streak or two like they did in the early part of the season
0: yeah and that's what i was thinking i can't remember what i was doing but i was like i'm actually i think i was just driving in my car and i was like i'm actually very like satisfied where the brewers are right now and we would do it to our dog when he was on the show a little bit too much, like we we would play the back in our day card on him a little bit too much, yes yeah, right he he was very much like, "Hey, let's win Probably
1: his whole life right. is, his whole adult life though they've been a like basically over five hundred team, yeah, right. I yeah, mean we haven't had too many years since two thousand and ten that they've been under five hundred, yeah.
0: I mean, his damn baseball coach was Damian Miller. So that was, like, when we had Damian on, you know, that was, like, kind of the turning point. So, yeah, and Damian was able to coach him at the time. So, yeah. So he right. he knows mostly good Bruce baseball, where we do, too. I, I think we're not that much older. I do remember so, Jeff Jenkins would- and Jeremy Burnett. My, like I would most, say,
1: 2000 to 2008 was rough if you wanted to be a Brewers fan.
0: Yeah, but that's like when it was kind of fun. Like my late high school, it was getting fun. That's when like J.J. Hardy, Ricky Weed, yeah, those Prince were some, that was
1: uh, so the up. that their first year or Braun's first year, I think, was 2008, and that was a very entertaining year.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, they they were so fun. Ben Sheets was always. Uh, fun dude to watch and it's just like a pitcher. yeah Gallardo was a stud we got I think 08 was the year we traded for Sabathia in yeah Michael, was, right. basically we had because Ben Sheets had like a Cy Young type first half of the season that I think he got hurt and then we bring in um Sabathia if you combine those guys stats that year it was Like CC was lights out for the Brewers lights
1: out. He was so good.
0: I don't know, like a single Brewers fan that has a bad word to say about that, man.
1: Like, so the the bad words people have to say about him is that he took the money and went to New York. That's all they, they can say about him. Yeah. And, but we knew that coming in that that's what was going to happen. We knew we had just a half a season.
0: Yeah. I, I do remember watching like the percentages of, Who he's gonna play for and he seems like a a good dude like nice guy from all accounts that i know and i yeah i I don't have many of that but i think he was too nice to just tell the milwaukee media like hey guys it was a fun run but he laid it all on the line like he was oh yeah was going on three days rest pitching not (laughs) nine eight nine innings like yeah, to do it, and was just, a and lack. I think,
1: I think if the Brewers would have offered him the same money, he would have stayed, right? But oh, like, sure they just couldn't I have think. done it. Yeah, yeah. I think that like he was honest about that. That if the Brewers are going to offer me, I don't know what he got like five hundred million dollars or something stupid that he would have. Yeah. That he would have stayed, but they weren't going to do that.
0: I think he did have fun in Milwaukee. I that that would be a a. I did listen to a podcast where he was on where obviously it wasn't like a Wisconsin guy interviewing him. So, like such like a blip in an amazing career uh right. for Cleveland half a season with Milwaukee, rest of your career uh with New York. But uh, I mean, just watching it and how much fun I had watching it, I couldn't imagine being the guy going out there doing it. Like he had to have so much. Fun. Because he was just unfucking fucking touchable,
1: and and I th- I think like Damien said some stuff about that too. Like Randy Johnson just loved like dominating hitters, and that's what CC was doing. So I would I would imagine that like if that's what you enjoy doing, that had to be like one of the greatest years of your life. Because he was killing yeah. people.
0: Yeah, and he was so needed too. Like it was, I want to say like. I love Dave Bush, but I mean yeah,
1: it, was, <laughs> it, was,
0: it was like Subod, Manny Dave, Yeah, Dave Bush, like the bulldog. Dave Bush, very underrated dude that always showed up. I think if you look at like Dave Bush was never hurt. He just showed up, went out and pitched.
1: Yeah. Gave oh. up 12 or he gave up <laughs> two. Like it was a, that kind of game for Dave. Yeah. But he'd give up like six in the
0: first inning and then he would make it six <laughs> innings. And like, yeah, like, oh, that's, that's Dave Bush for you. Um,
1: that's Dave Bush. <laughs> the old bulldog. Um,
0: but just yeah, gotta it, keep
1: on keeping on.
0: You want to run down around the league. I wrote a lot of notes. I'm not going to go through all the notes that I got, but just, uh little around the league let's get our uh our listeners to be uh
1: up on baseball
0: yeah up on baseball i like that in the loop so this is what i'm gonna do real quick is we're just gonna tell you the leader so in every division so american league east so this is how you're gonna know the best best teams tampa bay rays team to be reckoned with They're studs uh nl al central stinks uh, twins are winning that division at forty and forty, and then Mike's favorite to win the World Series in the West, the Texas Rangers are forty-seven and thirty, and like we alluded to in the last show, Atlanta Braves are just an absolute wagon, fifty-one
1: and twenty-seven. But that's the in the Miami, NL East for the fans that don't know.
0: Okay, yep, yeah, good call. Uh, Miami Marlins with our boy Areas that we. Discovered very recently. They're 45 and 34, and they're still six and a half games back in the east, uh, where they would be crushing the NL Central, where the Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds are tied for first place, 41 and 37, both of those teams. And then one of this is another fun team uh to watch in baseball. So out in the west, the diamondbacks are in the lead. And there was a player from the real ones from the rundown that I wanted to highlight on their team because they have, I think the leader in the clubhouse or MVP in Corbin Carroll, uh, their left fielder, hell of a defensive guy, hit 16 home runs this year. Um, And that that will be a guy that i highlight that that's that's a real one from the rundown that's my new guy corbin carroll were you aware of who corbin carroll was until i said never this never heard f- of him
1: i'm glad so i know
0: of him now so he's hitting 290 16 rbis 41 um i think they said he's a candidate because like looking at his numbers and just knowing some of the numbers i know from around the league I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't strike me. It is, uh, a clear cut MVP. Oh shit. I did it on the wrong sport. Um, but I want to see where he sits. Cause I want to say Pete Alonzo. Yeah. 24 homers, Matt Olson's leading the league. Um, another guy that's been highlighted in the real ones from the rundown. He has 25 homers. So, yeah, I don't know where this Carroll falls into the MVP race because. But he's up there. Yeah, he's not. He's hitting 290. So, I guess he's probably in the top 10, 15 in, in batting average. 19 homers. So, he's probably in the top 10 in homers. Um I can't remember what he had for RBIs, but he's not in the top five. So whatever, just a good player for Arizona. Um, so Corbin Carroll, re- remember the name. I then just combing through my notes real quick. One thing that I thought was pretty cool, uh, they sent the two shittiest teams in the league to London London just keeps eating shit sandwiches. Cubs versus Cardinals, uh, so they split.
1: Split the. You line gotta assume them. when they when they like made the thing for this that it was supposed to be a good game.
0: Uh, but just the two shittiest brands in baseball. Screw but the Cubs, guys.
1: the Cubs is like the biggest brand in baseball. They should they should have done Cubs Yankees or like over there.
0: You're being too honest, Mike. I was being facetious. Um, well. Yeah, two of, biggest, like, two of the biggest, two of the biggest brands in baseball went to London,
1: so they they did send them pretty yeah, cool but, fan bases. So I do feel like St. Louis is a bit of a small city. Like I feel like people in England would be like, "What the fuck is St. Louis?" Right?
0: But it's one of the best baseball cities in the United I under,
1: States. I understand what you're saying, right? But like, I don't think people in England know where or what st louis is that's like if you ask me where like fucking luxembourg's at i don't fucking know right but i don't even know like a city in london that isn't like or in england that would be away from london i really i don't if you told me that a sit there's another city in england i'd be like okay i have no idea where that is
0: but it's like them sending over the two best teams or not two best teams but like two two of the top five brands in the EPL come to the United States.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Because yeah, like no, you know, I do. I Yankees. do but I
1: don't know that like I would know who that is. Right. So like outside of this podcast, the Tottenham hotspurs didn't mean shit to me. Uh I don't even know who the the big London team is. Like, maybe Real Madrid would, like, matter to me if it came. Like, I feel like Manchester United, that one would probably, like, register. Like, that's a big team, right? Every other team, I don't know if it would register.
0: Yeah. I honestly, me neither. They they could have said, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's just.
1: But the the NFL's been sending Jacksonville over there for fucking 15 years right exactly so like, i don't know that you need to either but
0: yeah we send the giants we send jacksonville any i mean giants ain't bad but
1: whatever i think I'm, miami's been over there a bunch
0: right they they sent two pretty good brand brands over at the bands yeah.
1: that were the nfl for a long <laughs> time did not send good brands no
0: until the yeah. packers went last year so right uh that that was it um but anyways, those guys are going to be big uh hap fans from the Cubs. Uh he hit two dingers in the in the first game he played in London. Um, other than that, Pete Alonso was a stud. We just went over that. Um, there was one. Um, gosh, there okay, yep. George Springer, uh, second best leadoff power hitter of all time with 55. Lead off home run, that that kind of blew my mind a little bit. So that's
1: first batter of the game, home runs.
0: Yeah. So we, there's 55 times he started game one. Now. Well, I guess when he's a home team, I'm sure. Do I'm sure
1: remember, it's not exactly that. I think it was Brady Anderson. I think it was the like the year after the Bonds, not the year after the Bonds, but the year after McGuire um, and Sosa had like 25 of them. He hit 50 bombs that year. Probably the only year he hit more than 15. Even That and name he had, is
0: not really ringing a bell to me. Because I thought you were talking about Brady Clark. Because I was pretty happy about Brady Clark doing it maybe three times in a, in a year.
1: Yeah, I think Brady Anderson had a boatload all in one year. And yeah. He a leadoff hitter for the Orioles.
0: At the time. Oh, yeah. That, that definitely won a uh, bell to me. I, I didn't take down the complete list but i thought that was a pretty awesome stat especially when you're number two to ricky henderson like one of the all-time great baseball players but ricky henderson did that 81 times in his career so springer um i don't know if he'll quite get there but i guess never say never he's um i want to say he's he's got Quite a few good years left in it. So that will conclude my real ones from the rundown. Um, except for I'm gonna pump this guy's tires again. Felix Batista through 102, struck two guys out in his same appearance. Dude is just a man amongst boys. Sorry, I know you didn't like me double tapping uh the people, but Man, the people I've been highlighting in the real ones from the rundown or whatever, like uh they they've been lighting the world on fire. Ellie Del Cruz has been making waves ever since I figured out what his name was. So feel good about that. Felt good about that. Actually, my we favorite, should trade
1: for him now before he gets too hot.
0: Yeah, Jackson Chiro we'll we'll trade for him.
1: Maybe we'll trade our entire outfield well I would assume Ellie de la Cruz plays outfield
0: um that actually is a good question I don't think that's the case uh but I should know that because I did we'll, we'll figure it out real quick now I feel dumb Ellie De la Cruz he's an infielder so yeah I was see so shortstop. That makes sense.
1: You you can
0: be that fast and be a shortstop.
1: Yeah, that uh, does
0: make sense. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. You ready to bark about the bucks?
1: Yep. All
0: right, all right. I'll, you can do this. You can do this. They're all there. Been talking too much.
1: Yeah. So, uh, bucks moved up in the draft. They had only had one pick. Um. They moved up in the draft, picked sixth in the second round. They took guard Andre Jackson Jr. from UConn, 6-6. Six, six. Um, his numbers don't look like super impressive to me. Um, but then I don't know where they took Chris Livingston from Kentucky yet. Um, but he's a forward, one's a guard. They're both 6-6. Six, six. Not entirely certain how that works, but... Um, Basically a wing defender for both of them is the way I would assume it. And then they also signed forward uh Drew Timmy out of Gonzaga, who's 6'10 and the all-time leading scorer for the tournament, I believe. So I think they brought some guys in. I'm pretty excited that we have it like a developmental coach now, a guy who's like actually gonna try to develop players, the way it sounds, and Uh, what are your kind of thoughts on it here, Pat?
0: Yeah, so I don't know too much about these guys. I do think it's like where we were in the draft. Like it is, we were talking about it before, like, hey, we want to get like some foreign guy or some like experienced guy. Um, The Kentucky, so Chris Livingston was a freshman, I want to say. I should have wrote that down. Uh, So we kind of went with raw talent with him. Uh, his numbers didn't look like it's great enough to come out right away. It seems like he should have stayed in college, um, but I'm I'm not saying that. It's like good for him. Like he went and got money. Um, he got drafted. So, uh, but Andre Jackson Jr., I think it's cool. We went and got a guy from a winning program, uh, kind of like, Dante or dante di vincenzo like who worked out decently for us so yeah so i i, yep. I thought that that was kind of smart with with the pick uh, andre jackson jr and honestly i'm most excited about drew timmy i want to say drew timmy is pretty old as well a uh, 610 can shoot uh i don't get why he's not getting drafted so that's probably stupid that i'm excited about it but definitely the most recognizable name of the three to me that we got was Drew. yeah for sure so for um so yeah i didn't realize what you were saying that the coach is more developmental um
1: the yeah play- i just i just uh heard that somewhere this week so I'm pretty excited about it after i hear that that like that's kind of the point of him is to develop the young players yeah
0: and the Bucks are already in a good place. I, I think we got a little shell shock from the heat. I think Giannis stays healthy in that series. It's whatever. The heat might have still got us. Um, but right.
1: might not I, think,
0: I th- think it was a lesson well learned, is you know, there's no one you can take lightly at. And then this playoffs i feel like whatever kind of shifted the the narrative on it used to be i want to say if you weren't in the top four seeds in the west or the east like you weren't getting to the nba finals i think that has changed with like load management and shit um and people have been saying this is pumping for a while but like the way the Lakers looked from scraping into the playoffs and the way Miami made it to the finals after scraping into the playoffs. I think the Bucs just need to be ready to rock earlier in the playoffs, maybe not try as hard to get the one seed. I I don't know what it is that they have to do, but they're, they're a great team regardless of what happened this year. We definitely needed to add something i don't know if these are the answers i don't think these are like the immediate answers but i I think they'll probably get some minutes out of some of these guys um whereas in the draft recently i feel like the boy from michigan that we got wasn't a big fan of that pick. um
1: you remember who i'm talking about uh not offhand but it doesn't matter, right? So, like, you had some guys that you probably wouldn't prefer on the team, right?
0: Yeah, but that's that was a little uh, Michigan-miles. You know. Whatever. I think, yeah. I think we're moving in the right direction. Didn't need much. Didn't get much. Um, got more than I expected. I'm happy about it. I'll take it. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right. We're going to jump over to running with the pack. Um, So the Packers are hiring game day security guards and there's a few other things, right. That are going on Um, like gift shop stuff. They're having a a job fair tomorrow. Uh, Do you think that's a good job or a terrible job? If
0: you took your job seriously, it would be terrible. But if you didn't care that you could get fired and You wanted to watch one game really, really close. I think it would be a great job. Um, If you were the guy on the field, I I guess I don't know what. I am assuming it's the guy that has to like look into the crowd like that. I won't be doing.
1: Yeah. You Um, stand on the field and look towards the crowd. Right.
0: But yeah, there's security guards all over. I think it would be a terrible job. I I take it back. Terrible job.
1: What if you're the guy Um, that has to like stand at the top of the seating space? and you're just kind of staring at the field and the crowd out at the same time. Yeah. I mean... Do you know what you're kind of talking about, right? Like the yeah, ushers yeah. more than the security?
0: I just think there's enough people getting kicked out of those where it, it would be a pain in the ass. Uh, I would say maybe maybe it's not great. Maybe it's not terrible. I would give it like, I would say it leans more on the side of terrible than great. That that's where I would.
1: All right. So for, I don't know, I guess this year, I think it's nine weeks. Wouldn't be worth it to go up and hang out in Lambo for the, for Sundays. It's just a game day job. Yeah,
0: I, I don't think so. Right. Um,
1: but I, I, I just think I'm like overly qualified, like that are the what they, the things that they want are like, like de-escalation skills and like shit like that. So I think I'm overly qualified for a job like that. To I think you should do it.
0: All right. I had to step out for a second real quick,
1: but you were saying. So he didn't have to restart his clock. That's why he had to step out.
0: Yeah. Right? Didn't want to restart that one.
1: Not, that, that would have been click. pretty clear. yeah that would have been like a quick turnaround where <laughs> that would not quick turnarounds on that stuff are not ideal no, no, I think then you kind of
0: you could kind of start getting labeled at that point, but anyways, I was saying I think it's a terrible job, but I did get a little time to think about it while while I ran away for a second. I think you could do it. I think I I think you could make it a good job
1: I don't know so actually you kind of saying like it's not an ideal job that probably makes more sense like i don't know if i can deal with drunk people very well like my job does not require me to do that ever yeah that's not true there's a couple guys who have gotten drunk but like for the most part i don't have to deal with them
0: yeah i it won't be profitable for me i don't think like any sort of law enforcement um is my cup of tea. I don't I, think I'm well-suited for it. I have too much sympathy for people in situations like... Sometimes, yeah. ...where I've done enough dumb stuff. Like, say if someone was like, shit-faced at the game, and, like, they were being, like, a rowdy asshole, and I recognize that it's, like, a 22-year-old, and I come up to him, and I'd be like, hey, I've been told to kick you out, but I'm gonna give you a chance here.
1: Chill out. Yeah, but then, then this, more then than this likely dude, he just this dude, doesn't.
0: Yeah, then this dude throws like a can at somebody, and someone has to get stitches. And I could have avoided the whole situation if I just did my job right in the first.
1: That one. probably only like, happens once or twice, and then you're like, "Fuck these dudes." Yeah, This kidding. Yeah. Right. So, so kind but of I don't want to get. I don't want to get to that point either because
0: my yep. mom. Told me recently, she was like, "I always thought you'd be a good cop." I was like, "I don't think you know me at all. I would be an <laughs> awful cop. Like, nobody, so would in trouble. Like, <laughs> we'd be
1: like, oh, yeah, kids are all underage drinking, smoking pot, doing shrooms. Why don't you guys just go home and sleep it off? Why you yeah. can drive if you want." Uh, no,
0: I, I would be. Maybe I would be good at it. Maybe that. Maybe we need more more people
1: there's a good possibility that like we do need more people that have a little bit of sympathy in those situa- situations or empathy, right. That they can see where they're at. Yeah. And that it, uh, a ticket isn't necessarily going to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So some people, a ticket or like jail time would help them, right? Like some people need that wake up. Other people just need a break. Uh, yeah.
0: And I don't want to, are
1: complex. And you don't know which ones will need which yeah and
0: and i don't want to steer too long down this road but i don't think i've ever got a ticket where i'm like okay now i'm gonna be better because of that like it's always been something that's like hampered my life like i wouldn't have any money that was the reason why my car wasn't registered a month late and then i get a ticket for 150 bucks that I don't have.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of that stuff definitely is a tax to the poor, I think, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I've never got a ticket where I've been like, okay, that was that was like a lesson learned. I guess, but whatever. Let's let's not drag down that road. Security guard at the game. I'm I'm all, taking it all back. Home again. All the way. Terrible job. So I wouldn't recommend you do it. I flipped the switch again. Terrible. But I could be at Lambeau every Sunday. So my uncle got offered to be like, he he was a custodian at a school. And he even went for like rounds of interviews and stuff. I can't remember why he was like moving up to the Green Bay area at the time. Like there was something going on. Like he could have been the head custodian for Lambeau Field. And... I remember I was, like, so disappointed when he turned down the job. But now as an adult, looking back at the situation, I was like, that probably would have sucked. Like, that's probably why he turned it down. But maybe not, though. Like, that could be something you do, like, after the game and before the game and,
1: like. Yeah, I I don't know, like, how that would.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it entailed, but he, he turned it down and I was blown away by it.
1: Yeah. All right. Um uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Are they the best running back duo in the NFL?
0: They're up there. My this is good exercise. We're getting our football brains going back. Give you, you, Debo and if you Debo's want to Debo's not him, a running back. Okay. Well
1: Christian McCann. So, uh so you have McCaffrey and then you have who's their backup there. He was the super fast dude. No, I think the super fast dude had ended up in Miami. Mostert is in Miami.
0: Mostert is in Miami right now. And I don't know if I would consider him super fast, but whatever, whatever. Yeah, he was more of a uh I, I, I feel like a, Chris McCaffrey's faster than him. That that's the one could be, one a could be. yeah. Uh, uh he's the super fast guy. Off the top of my head. Sure, like as, uh, as like the big brute and then kind of the more shifty, a little lightning and thunder, uh, Reggie Bush type. Not, yeah, I guess, I guess Aaron Jones is a little bit more like that. I feel like his body type doesn't say, say it like, uh, Reggie Bush's did and then Lendell White, but it, it's kind of got like that. Um, I don't know. I can't think of running back.
1: I can't think of two better running backs than them. Right. So Aaron Jones is a top five or six guy in the league. Personal opinion. And so as a second, Dylan's pretty far up. There. I think cook and Madison would have been better last year, but cook's gone. All right. I'm
0: pulling out a article from March. Uh or May of 2023, so not too old. So this article as Green Bay Packers number one, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. So I think I think yeah. Who's number two? Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell.
1: That's yeah, and I think Elijah Mitchell, while McCaffrey's probably better than Jones, I think Elijah Mitchell is far enough down that dillon's better.
0: Yeah, and honest, honestly, um, Looking at this list, like as far as like the load being like say 60% Jones and 40% Dylan, like because you go to Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell, I feel like that's a 70 30 at best. At, at best, age. I
1: would say probably 80 20 is probably even closer to what an actuality. Yeah. And then
0: they go to the Eagles with DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. Um, I think AJ Dillon and Jones. AJ yeah,
1: Jones and is better. Jones is better than both of them.
0: Yeah, and then going to Atlanta, Bijan Robinson, who could turn out to be a dude, and then could. Tyler could be a bust. Tyler Al Gear, whatever. Yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams.
1: I like that. Uh, that, man. Jamal Williams that, is that so sounds good like, too. Sounds like yeah, but I think Jones it. is better than come on Jones is.
0: Oh, that's tough. So, I think Dylan's better than Jamal Williams, and then by a a decent amount. I do love me some Jamal Williams. Um, yeah, but I think Kamara and. Uh, AJ or wow, Aaron Jones are pretty comparable. I do think, I do think, uh, very close. Aaron Jones is a has a little bit more left. And
1: we won't. We don't have any bias here, so those are your real, true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, this article it is uh,
0: Phantom Sports Industry Top Ten Running Back Duos. We didn't even do this list, and our boys are at the top.
1: Yeah, see, true opinions. All right, let's jump to driving fast and turning left. Uh, so Martin Truex Jr. Uh, gets edged out by Ross Jastain and takes second place in Nashville this weekend. Um, sounds like uh, MTJ had an opportunity to win and just couldn't quite get there, but second place finish ain't bad. I guess if you're Ricky Bobby, it is, but everybody else will take it.
0: Yeah, I am just amazed that how well MTJ has been doing recently. Like you got to say in the last month, he's got to be the best driver. Um, So he started this race in sixth, led for 50 laps, ended up getting 51 points. We still don't know exactly what the points mean by Ross Chastain, who won the race, got 57 points. So we didn't even lose that many points uh behind him and then there's bonus points we got 16 of them ross Chastain got 17 of them i don't know what i'm talking about right now but uh i'm gonna start watching the end of these races mtj is
1: uh is next one you race or watch it will have gotten out in like lap eight been in an accident out for the whole race
0: but We got to be right up there. Yeah, we're three in the standings still with 576 points, two wins, one win out of being in first place. So, yeah, if he won this one, that would have been, we would have been catapulted into the next stratosphere, first place, with a pretty decent point lead, because I would assume he would have got more points. and. Currently we sit with the most points with 576, but the rule that we like with the wins being more. Uh Will Byron and Kyle Bush both have three. So that's the only reason they're ahead of them.
1: We'll of get, get more two ahead. more in the next next week. We'll get two more wins and we should easy peasy. Yeah. That's Our, that's talking sports for you. I think we're yeah. done with the
0: sports for today.
1: All right, let's jump to your brain drain. I do not have a brain drain this week. I've been too focused on getting 100-meter champs.
0: Okay, so my brain drain for the week is either things people say they do that they don't do or they say they don't do but someone has to do. So these these are my examples I have. So piss on the floor in a public restroom. So I'm going to ask you these questions.
1: Like intentionally? Intentionally? Or just have.
0: So do you consistently piss on the floor in a public restroom? No. Okay. Do you leave dirty dishes in a work environment?
1: I don't eat at work anymore. I probably did when I was uh, at McCoy.
0: Do you search for step-sibling porn intentionally?
1: No, I am I, I actually that's one of the most disappointing things about porn, I think, in the history of porn is that like the top searches on Pornhub are all like step sibling shit.
0: And then do you not put your weights away at the gym?
1: Definitely have done that where I did not put my stuff away
0: at the gym. Okay, right? you're too honest. So you
1: but that's you, what we're supposed to be here, right? Like I shouldn't I shouldn't lie about things. I do think people get pissed about it and then don't do it at the gym because nobody fucking does it at the gym right so we both worked at a gym we oh, know yeah. we'd have to go in there at the end of the fucking night and put all the weights back where they're supposed to fucking be because nobody knows anything about what they're fucking doing
0: yeah and so some of these this isn't that good of uh brain drain but like some of these i can see like i could see you not you but like anybody in general and then like splashing and like hitting the floor but like every time you go into a public restroom not i mean there's some that are nicer than others but you're just stopping at a gas station on a road trip like there's piss on the floor every time i just assume that those are
1: drunk people but no that is that's not true because like i'll go into the bathroom at work and there'll be like shit on the toilet like it is like gross (laughs) as fuck And these are people that are supposed to be teaching other people to be like good humans. Yeah. And no one,
0: I could see these being like honest mistakes. Like you could leave like a trail in the, maybe not a piss trail, but like you could leave some scuff marks in, in public toilet and not realize it. But yeah, I just, I just don't know who these people are. And I always remember at the gym, uh, that you were just talking about, we would have dishes there and stuff. In the dish sink would always fill up, and nobody would say like, "Oh no, I left, I left my dishes." Maybe you, maybe you would.
1: Nah, not. I don't think I was yeah. not at that time. But like now, I can admit, you know, ten years later that I did shit like that.
0: Yeah, but yeah, because I just remember at the end of the night, like it, it took me a while. I think when I my younger days, like sixteen to. I mean, I worked there for eleven years. So, like, from twenty-three on out, I would just when we had like a younger crew there, um I would just be the guy that bit the bullet at the end of the night and just be like, all right, I'm just going to do all these dishes, like, right, and and just did it pretty consistently. Like, where then it was, people just relied on that at the end of the night, and I honestly didn't give that much of a shit. I was more sick of people bitching about it than yeah, that right. so like it didn't bother um but you you got you got some of
1: wash your I, hands like people like is there anybody on the planet that th- like is like oh no I don't wash my hands when I leave the fucking bathroom think there's anybody that like openly admits that
0: I would say I admit it I will admit right now after five beers the hand washing gets questionable
1: I'm, oh and so i i would argue that it does not take five beers for me but i'm a little buzzed up after three usually so
0: yeah something like that so like when, yeah, when, when you, you get a little hearing... buzzed
1: up that's the, yeah that's out the window and so i do have an argument about that right that uh my dick is cleaner than my hands anyway or it should be I'm not asking anyone to put my hands in their mouth so yeah,
0: yeah so that's a good one. I definitely ran into that recently, where I was in a public restroom, where some dude walked out of the stall was clearly taking shit, and just walked right into the store. Like I was like, "Damn, man, that that is brutal." Because I think even if I'm drunk and I take a shit, granted I don't like that, so like I try to plan. Yeah, do
1: everything milk. you can <laughs> and not to take a shit.
0: But, but I would wash my hands, like, even if I was, like, dirty beard. Yeah, I
1: like, think so. I, I, like, like, that's not, like, a a thing that I don't do, right, is that I take a shit and then don't wash my hands. Like, that seems really, really, like, out there to me. Especially if you walk past somebody. like Oh, yeah. If someone else is in there, like, it's 100% wash. Like, <laughs> Like, no matter how buzzed up I am, like, there's a person in here. Better wash my hands. Yeah. <laughs> because well, i don't want to have to admit that i didn't fucking wash my hands right but and then going
0: to the step sibling porn thing i've never met somebody that said like oh no that's that that's the
1: yeah, yeah that's my game right
0: yeah like and i don't get what like there's
1: there's no like, how did it become such a thing i don't i like i don't understand that so this
0: might i don't know This is going to, I don't think this is, I'm sorry if this is problematic. This is what I've heard is the biggest consumers of porn is Japan. And it's a big thing over there. Like, uh, I can't remember where I heard this, but like incest stuff is a big thing. And I could be completely off base and completely wrong about this. These are Google searches that I don't want in my search history.
1: Just so search not, them up. What's the big deal? <laughs>
0: yeah. So I'm not uh, not uh searching it up big time, but I, I heard that's what's pushed the market into that. And then it's like okay, l- a little less taboo than what they're actually looking for. Never mind. I, I shouldn't have said any of that. I have
1: no clue. i think it's yeah i mean so like somebody's looking for it right and so i guess to like a fairly large extent probably starting in like 95 right the divorce rate hits like 50 percent yeah right so there's a lot more like step siblings in the last 20 years too i yeah no i mean you're right right and so there's like got to be some people that are into their stepsister? I would just, I would assume, yeah. like More just brother. because people are fucking kind of weird. But um, I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fucking weird. That's fucking weird. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say <laughs> it feels fucking weird, right? Yeah, that you're into yeah. your like someone that you see as your sister.
0: Yeah, no, odd, odd concept. So yeah, I agree with I agree with you there. But we'll we'll move on from that one. That one make me uncomfortable like we would, <laughs> like we'll say something bad uh yeah
1: that won't get canceled for saying step sibling porn is not <laughs> really very cool um, yeah
0: so you got floss so I openly I brag about when I floss and then yes I don't admit when I don't floss but I, I don't even, I
1: won't say anything that I don't floss if I if it's ever like brought up yeah. Right. Like then I think I would be like, no, I don't, I don't know the last time I've lost. Cause mm-hmm. I don't like, I, I mean, that's just not something that I do. Right. Um, yeah. I think I would di- like, if I didn't brush my teeth in a day and somebody called me out on it, like I would be like, no, no, I did brush my teeth for
0: sure. Yeah, I
1: just, I just ate some it... shitty stuff. I just yeah. ate <laughs> shit this morning after I brushed my teeth. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> somebody shit like... my Cheerios this morning. <laughs> Oh, nice call back. Nice call back, Mike. Uh, yeah. uh, and then you like,
0: are you two times a day, every day, brusher?
1: Uh, yeah, generally. I mean, so if I get too drunk, I don't do it at night. Right. Yeah.
0: Mine, is, mine depends on my mouth feel at the end of the night, which I think is bad. But but if my mouth doesn't feel like shit at the end of the night,
1: sometimes I'm just too tired and I'm, and I'm good going to bed yeah um and then like deodorant is kind of like it it sells you out if you don't do it so maybe people do admit to it more like i forgot my fucking deodorant today but
0: yeah and there's never been a situation in my adult life where i've been like oh i don't want to put deodorant it's either i forgot or i ran out yeah and I've definitely been in a stretch where I've ran out and then I was too lazy to go to the store for like two days or or some like for a stretch see, where I was just like, Whoa. See, and
1: I've like either forgot or ran out and like if I'm at work, like I, I do never take my lunch. I never leave the facility. But if I'm at work and I forgot or ran out that morning, like I'm going to fucking Walgreens and getting deodorant and going back to fucking work. Right, I got to yeah. figure out something and it has to change cuz like I'll be fucking stinking bad and even if I'm not sweating that bad.
0: That's a good move. Definitely if I can smell myself, I would make that move as well. Like I would make an excuse like, "Oh shit, I got to run and yeah. do something." Okay. But But yeah, I don't I don't think you would open. you have- admit you don't use deodorant.
1: No, and do you have like other ones? Yeah, did you think of anything else while we were sitting here? No, no good ones.
0: I, I'm sure there's, there's more out there. I don't what know. About,
1: I, what but, about like picking your nose? Would you, do you admit to picking your nose? Not,
0: not as a kid. Um, now if I got one in there, I, I don't like dig, dig, but yeah, I'll pick my nose a little bit.
1: I, yep. And so I just figure like, you just wash your hands. It's like fucking taking a piss.
0: It's what you do with the bugger that is the more important part. Like, do you flick it or do you find a garbage can for it?
1: I think you got to try to find a garbage can. <laughs> don't <laughs> I mean, you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess you can't it's... always. I will flick it out the window if I'm in my car or something. <laughs> oh, for sure. Right?
0: Yeah, I've, I'm guilty of flicking something. Like,
1: at other cars usually is what I'm trying to do. There you confused. go.
0: Stick, stick one to it,
1: but. But yeah, that's that's all that's all I got.
0: Um pick my nose. I don't floss consistently. I definitely brush my teeth once a day. I try to put deodorant on all the time. I wash my hands pretty consistently. I'm the guy that fixes the stuff at the gym. I don't search for step sibling porn.
1: Yeah, only- I think the only one on this one that I will not admit to doing at some point in my life is searching for step sibling porn and that's 100 yeah. percent accurate i've never like i yeah that's not something i'm not interested in that at all i don't get it, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> oh that's funny
0: well th- that's a good note to close on so thank you all for listening we uh, appreciate the support we love you guys please like subscribe download share us a little bit. If you enjoy us, if you don't enjoy us, just do it anyways. Make fun of us.
1: Um, yeah. Give us some hate comments and some downward thumbs things or whatever.
0: It, yeah. And we we got to start doing a better job. Put, put it on Facebook. I'll put that on me. I'm going to be the Facebook guy because I can't get my Twitter to work fully. I'm back on the banging on the drum Twitter. Um, but my personal account, I can't get to work. So. I'm gonna head up the Facebook chart. Mike, you're the you're the Twitter chart. So
1: alrighty. Well, I've well, been I've been slacking too, so I'm not too concerned about it. It is the dog days, so it is what it is. But if you're doubting Martin, the Bucks, the Badgers, the Brewers, or the Packers, you can eat our shorts. Roll it. All them suckers that doubted the
0: Packers can't eat my Whoops. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shows Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King, eat my shoes. Eat my shows, now, now, now. Eat my shows.